Chapter 1 The early sun glowed through the veil of cloud that wreathed the sky, and the forested hills below were shrouded in mist. In the muted light, a youth made his way along the trail that wound through the growth of trees that shadowed the hills. Rain had fallen the previous night, leaving puddles of water and soft, muddy patches on the path. Occasionally a cold gust of wind nipped at his face and snatched away the warm clouds of vapor that surged forth with each breath. The youth was tall and thin, and a limp marred his gait. He was crippled, and his life had been rough. During his early years he had been a dirty-faced urchin, and his home was the crooked, muddy streets of his village. Unlike the other children that played in the streets, he had no table to run to at dinner, and no fire to huddle by when the fierce storms and chill weather drove all creatures into cover. He had lost any kin he had before he was old enough to remember faces. As an urchin, he had to scrimp and steal to survive, and had few friends as the villagers forbade their children to play with him. Only the innkeeper's daughter, Prella, had showed him some pity by occasionally leaving him food scraps by the back door. There were whispers about him, that he was cursed and brought his curse down on those who sheltered him. This particular spring morning he had risen with the sun as usual, pulled on his patchwork cloak and left his cave dwelling. Briefly stopping to refresh himself in a nearby stream, he moved on through the forest. His limping pace was brisk, for he was in good spirits. All around, as far as his keen dark eyes could see, spring was spreading out her colors again. The land was returning to life after a harsh, sap-splitting winter. The trees, once skeletal and bare, were now dusted with new green, and the occasional flowering trees took on a delicate facade as they began to put forth blossoms. Along the narrow path ahead, only a cloud of tiny yellow butterflies fluttering in the morning mist broke the stillness of the forest. As he went deeper, the chirping of birds could be heard, and then the rhythmic strokes of an axe. His heart sank. It meant one thing, village folk. He could avoid them if he had time, but now he had no choice. Before long he spied a grizzled woodcutter and his boy gathering wood to load into their hand-drawn cart. They did not yet see him. The old cloak he wore blended well with the forest. But as he drew into sight, the child's face split into wicked grin, and his shrill voice cried out, Cripple! before it was cut short by his father's swift hand. Keep your gob shut if you know what's good for you. There's no telling what'll happen if he gets mad, the man hissed to his son. The youth gritted his teeth and trudged past with his eyes fixed ahead, stiffly ignoring the glowering pair. He was crippled now, but it wasn't always so. It had happened some years ago on a big market day, such days were always a major affair for the local folk, and were well attended. After all, big market days were only held with the new moon. Farmers and other tradesmen from outlying settlements would cram their carts with produce and wares saved for the occasion, and journey to the village of Kilton. Leather-faced farmers herded their animals into makeshift enclosures, 
and shifty-eyed herb sellers claiming cures for every known ailment materialized at every turn, while the butchers, cobblers, tanners, soap makers, and others would shout their trade. The resulting atmosphere was always festive, and the square would be as noisy as an invaded henhouse.